All right, well, you heard it. It's a Mortgage 101. It's part of Financial Literacy Month. We are uh, taking some time uh, to chat with uh, Clinton Wilkins, our mortgage guru, and taking your calls as well. And the way to uh, give us a call and ask Clinton questions related to mortgages is 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. We've got Clinton to the bottom of the hour. Clinton, thanks for doing this. What's going on? Thanks for having me, Todd. You know, it's a little bit of a rainy day here on a Tuesday, but, uh, you know, we're doing pretty well. And um, November's almost coming to a close, believe it or not. Yeah, it's more than a little bit of rain, though. I know. I, I really kind of slept through it all, but um, there was definitely some major, you know, power interruptions for some Nova Scotians, for sure. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of see what moves along today. I know even some people that we do business with that live here locally that work for some of the financial institutions, like they work from home, uh, they don't have any power. So uh, we'll, we'll see how, th- how fast things move here this afternoon. And uh, luckily, we have power at the office, and I didn't lose any power at home. How did you do, Todd? <laughs> well, I look, I, I maybe I'm not living as good a life as you. I didn't sleep through at all. The wind was howling pretty pretty steadily there and lots of, lots of rain. However, I survived, my friend. I survived. That's good. Yeah, well, That's good. And we're going to be seeing a lot of each other this week. How so? Well, we're going to be uh, gearing up here for our, our weekend show, so we're going to be recording. Oh, that's right. We're hour, recording. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. Our, our, our show here, uh, it'll be on Saturday and Sunday, and that'll basically wrap up Financial Literacy Month, and we have some some guests coming on, so that's pretty exciting. And I'm looking forward today to uh, taking some calls on the air. It was really great last week uh, you know, to talk to listeners. Uh, you know, We haven't done that all year, so it was kind of it was exciting. All right. 902-405-6000 is the way to do just that. Uh, your mortgage-related to question, 902-405-6000. Jim, hello. Good day. Uh, I won't keep the lines up. I just want to know from the mortgage man uh, what, how he feels about uh, reverse mortgages. And I'm going to hang up and just listen to his answer on the radio. Okay. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks, Jim. That uh, you know, we're certainly getting a lot of inquiries about uh, reverse mortgage lending. Um, you know, in Nova Scotia, we do have an aging population, Todd. Like that's reality. Uh, reverse mortgages are really good for seniors. Uh, you know, obviously, if you own your home free and clear, or you have a very small mortgage, a reverse mortgage could really work out well for you. Usually, there's kind of two schools of thought around reverse mortgages. One piece could be, you know, maybe cleaning up an existing mortgage, some unsecured debt, doing some improvements to the property and basically taking a lump sum of money. And the way that a reverse mortgage works is the older the borrower gets, kind of the more the lender will give you. So, you know, if you're 70 years old, you may get a smaller amount, but if you're 80 years old, you may get a bigger amount. There's another way that a reverse mortgage kind of is interesting. And as as we know, there's lots of seniors out there that have a pretty limited income, whether that's from pension, CPP, OAS. Um, but with this reverse mortgage product, you can actually take a monthly installment. So you, you may st- you might still might take a little bit of a lump sum of, of cash, but maybe you'll take a monthly installment as well. Um, and that can be a great way to increase the income tax-free. And uh, with reverse mortgage, uh, there's typically no payments, primarily. Um, and it's not that the bank necessarily owns your home, but uh, you are eligible to stay in your home until um, the time that you either may go to like an exist, uh, you know, assisted living facility, or if you were to pass away, um, then the estate would uh, need to sell the home, just like you'd have to sell the home uh, with any regular mortgage. Um, you know, the big difference is um, it's not tied as much towards the borrower's income. 
It's more tied to the property and the age of the individual. So uh, certainly an interesting product, and I think it works well for certainly the uh, older um, borrowers. Uh, and it, you know, it's a great solution to maybe keep a borrower in their home for longer. You know, if it, you know some of these homes need some modifications to make it more accessible and stuff like that. All right, nine zero two four zero five six thousand is the way to reach us for mortgage one hundred one uh, or eight seven seven eight zero one eight two five five. Tony, hello. Hi, Todd. I wanted to ask you, uh, Clinton, about the potential for a bubble. A friend of mine just sold his house out here in the Porter's Lake area. He had it on a market for $360,000. He eventually sold it for $450,000. I don't understand. Can you tell me, I want to sell my house. My wife says, well, where would we live? And I said, I don't know. I actually don't know where we would live. And I don't know, you know, I don't want to get in a bidding war looking for a place. But then I'm thinking about, I'm sure we could qualify for a mortgage even at $450,000 because of the equity we have in our current home. But I'm afraid I don't want to get in this bidding war. And I'm wondering what people, are they looking at that? Are they looking at the potential for ending up underwater? Should their interest rates rise rapidly? And should I be afraid of that? Uh, Should I look at an ARM, a wraparound, or look at a fixed or whatever the case may be? Can you help me out with that? You know, I think that's a question a lot of borrowers are thinking. And it's not just Halifax and Nova Scotia and Atlantic Canada. It's the same question from across the country. I need to be really honest with you. Um, you know, the one thing here in Halifax, we've had a very stable market for years. You know, we've seen the one, two, three percent growth. Yes, right now we are seeing some double digit growth numbers. Do I think that's going to, you know, maintain? Do I think it's still going to keep on going up this fast? Probably not. But, you know, a lot has to do with the economics of what's happening here in Halifax. It really comes down to supply and demand. And our population here is growing. And we certainly don't have enough housing stock. I also think in Halifax, and I'll just use Halifax as like a broad term. I think our real estate here was undervalued for the size of our city compared to maybe other areas from across the country. So I think during the pandemic, yes, we saw some growth. But I think now we're in a situation of the of the new normal. I don't think the prices are going to go down. I think it's probably going to take 20 years to kind of get this, uh, the, you know, the supply built up to wow. a place that we may even be in a balanced market. So I think you're good for a while. That's that, 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 that's my Coles Notes version. And I don't have a crystal ball and I'm not an economist, um, but right, I'm just saying right. kind of what's well, I'm going not trying on. to trap you. I'm just curious uh, if I do decide to sell, uh, do I go for an ARM or do I go for a fixed mm-hmm. mortgage? I'm a, I'm a senior citizen. My you wife is considerably younger than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what do I do? I really like, I personally like the variable. You know, I'm a big believer in the variable rate. Historically, borrowers do better in a variable. Will it always be cheaper? Probably not. But the one Uh thing that you really have to think about with a fixed rate is sometimes it gives you a false sense of security. Because what happens when that five-year fixed is up for renewal? You know, today you can get a fixed on an insured, you know, mortgage at maybe 259. What happens in five mm-hmm. years if that five-year fixed is 5%? That's going to be a lot more shock than a very slow burn of increase in the variable. The other thing that you really need to think about around rate selection is if you're going to take a variable, are you going to lose sleep at night? That's a, that's a great question. For me, 
<laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but, you know, for some people, they will. Uh, the one really right, nice thing right. about the variable is you can always convert into a fixed. And if you were to break right. that mortgage early, because who knows what's going to change in your life? If you were ever going to ch- break that mortgage early, it would only be three months interest to get out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, Quinn, thank you very much. It gives me no some problem. insight at any rate. I really appreciate that. Have a good day. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, no problem. You got it. 902 405 Eight two five five. Yeah, the variable uh, the mortgage. It's. It's. Uh, I, I think you and I have chatted about it before uh, on one of the other versions of the show that we've done iterations mm-hmm. of the show. But I've had I've had variable mortgages now for going on decades, showing my age, and never once has there been some big huge swing. It just hasn't happened. Can you recall a time when when the variable rates you've had to warn your clients this is coming? You know what? Honestly, Todd, in the last 15 years, we've seen them go up and we've seen them go down. But usually it goes down a lot faster than it goes up. And, you know, I think the one symptom of that is the overnight rate is really set by the Bank of Canada, which really is triggered by the government. And, you know, they lower it to really keep people spending and keep liquidity maybe in the marketplace. But when they increase it, it's very planned out and systematic. And I think that when we do go to see some increases, and we're going to, that's going to happen. I think that we're going to see some increases mid late next year, and it's going to be a very slow burn over the next number of years. Um, but the gap between where a variable rate is today and where a fixed rate is even widening today. So borrowers today, they know that the variable rate is going to go up, but it's still better. There's savings today. And what's the future value of money? I think a lot of people are just thinking about this, and even with what the potential runway are for some rate increases, I think there's still more security being in the variable. There's so many pros that it kind of outweighs the cons of an increase down the road. All right, stick right there, Clinton. Nine zero two four zero five six thousand is the way to reach us, or eight seven seven eight zero one eight two five five. Mortgage one one. Your guide to home ownership continues when we come back. All right, it's Financial Literacy Month, and uh, we are having some special programming with the, our mortgage guru, Clinton Wilkins, and uh, we are taking your calls as well. Give us a buzz if you've got a, a mortgage-related question, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. That's the way to reach us. Again, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Clinton, what are uh, a, what what are a couple of the, the the biggest misconceptions that you hear consistently out there when it comes to mortgages? I think a lot of it has to do with credit. You know, I think a lot of borrowers think that they can never get a mortgage, or you know, if they've had some credit issues in the past, that they're just you know in purgatory and they can never get you know to that next level. There's always a solution, Todd, and you know we see a lot of borrowers that are existing homeowners potentially that have had some challenges in the past, and there's always a solution there especially in the more urban areas, there's a bunch of lenders that do, you know, alternative style lending that's good for the short term. And sometimes these borrowers just need, you know, a little bit of a helping hand to kind of get to that next, get to the next stage of their life. And we do a lot of that kind of coaching type stuff, which is, I think, really empowering. For me, you know, we deal with a lot of first-time homebuyers and we deal with a lot of existing homeowners that might have even used a different financial institution, you know, in the past. And they're really coming to us now for that, you know, expert advice. So it's 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 interesting. And, you know, I think every day is a little bit of a different day for us, which uh, makes it exciting for me. All right. 902-405-6000 
or 877-801-8255. And Wally's giving us a call. Hello, Wally. Hi, how are you today? I'm well, you? Excellent. Good. Um, when we first started, we got our mortgage renewed there last year, and um, they, we got a 2% uh, five-year fixed mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, but our mortgage um, right before that was at 246 but we okay. kept our. They recommended that we keep our payment the same, even mm-hmm. though our our mortgage um, uh, the the percentage the went lower down. and the extra mm-hmm. money would just go right on to the mortgage and it would decrease our mortgage faster. Is that something that's recommended or um, is that you know something what? that's done? You know, if I could even change any of the marketing that I'm doing today, and I know we've talked just so much about like variable rate. I know you're on a fixed. Um, but I really love payment increases and I love lump sum payments. And really now is a great time to think about stuff like that. And anytime that we're doing potentially like a refinance for someone, or if we do a renewal, whether that's, you know, at the renewal date or a midterm renewal and the rates lower, I love paying it like the higher rate. So even for example, borrowers that were doing a variable rate mortgage today, and I need to be honest with you, like some of them on a purchase are getting, you know, prime minus 130. And that is a rate of 1.15. But I'm really encouraging those borrowers to pay it like they took a fixed rate. So in some cases, it cuts three, four, five years off their amortization. And the more money that goes down on the on the on the balance, it, the more the amortization gets reduced. So, you know, it's a great idea to do the lump sum payment. Um, I'm really a big kind of believer in that. You know, put the money aside and maybe once a year do a lump sum payment, maybe a $5,000 or $10,000 and you can just do a lump sum. Kind of the other alternative and a lot of uh, lenders allow this is you can do a payment increase. So every payment you make, it's increased a little bit. Sometimes it's cool just to, you know, round it up to the next $100 or round it up to the next, you know, even number. And, you know, any extra bit that goes on the principal is certainly going to reduce that amortization. And, you know, with the... Um, lower interest rate, you can certainly pay that mortgage down faster. I think you should definitely take advantage of it. Okay, thanks. I, I thought that was the case. I remember the the, the mortgage uh, person said it would significant. You know, there was it was a significant amount, even mm. though it was just it wasn't that much more of our payment. But to keep the payment the same, I thought, well, you know, if it's going to de- if it's going to be a significant decrease on the mortgage over the uh, term i thought well we may as well do it so well just think like with the reduction in that interest rate it's going to save you thousands of dollars just in interest so if that money goes right on the principal it will definitely reduce the amortization so i think it's something you should think about thanks wally thank you very much all right take care let's talk to cheryl hello cheryl hi how are you guys Hi, hi clinton hi hi how are you good i just have a question i had friends that was their second house and they didn't need to do the home the RSP home buyers program mm-hmm. and they were just kind of shy you know 50 to 100,000 of getting in on that home is do you think there's ever going to be um a change where say you have 2 or 300,000 in RSPs you know where you could maybe use those as security without having to pull them out of the investments um when you don't feel you really need to mm. yeah i don't know i think that's going to be something that it maybe is a tbd for the future uh, I can tell you there are a few options other than the home buyer's plan to get money out of the RRSP. Um, the government actually changed it, uh, I think, two years ago, that if any borrowers had gone through a divorce or a separation, they could basically become first-time home buyers again. So that's kind of a cool program. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so that was really, I think, very helpful for you know 
the single mother, the single father, you know, the single individual that, you know, really maybe has the ability to, you know, service a mortgage, but they didn't have kind of that liquid collateral to put down for down payment. So they were able to, you know, you do that home buyer's plan again. So that's really cool. The What's other the thing is on that again, 35,000, 35,000. Okay. Yeah. And it's thirty five thousand per individual. So if there's two borrowers on a on a mortgage and they're both, you know, can qualify for that home buyer's plan, they both can take up to thirty five thousand out. And usually what we recommend is if borrowers do have our RSPs and sometimes, you know, they have TFSAs and other savings, we usually recommend that they take the money out of the RRSP first. So basically the first thirty five thousand they're gonna use, if they have the money in the RRSP, they use that. Because as you know, you, there's not many options to get money out of the RRSP tax free. And they have fifteen years to put it put it back. So it really is a is a great program to, you know, get borrowers, you know, into a home. A lot yeah, of you, you know, work sorry, go ahead. No, you can't use it. Like, say you feel that you can pay this for a house, mm. but the bank says you can't, but you have all these locked-in investments. They don't let you use that as security in the, in the event you default on the mortgage. You see what I mean? No. Yeah, they certainly won't tie up the other kind of assets. Um, usually with the mortgage, it would only be secured against the home. There are some um, lenders and maybe even like some of the banks that will do a secured line of credit against some type of you know investment vehicles and i think that's more of a on a case-by-case -case basis and that's probably outside the scope of like what we would normally do but there certainly are some lenders that will do some loans or lines of credit i'll just use this kind of as the air quote against some different types of investments so uh i i think it depends on like what type of investment that it's in and and what the lender is but there certainly could be some options i think that would be more of a question to the um, you know, in financial institution that's managing those investments and see if they do have any like secured or cross secured um, like loan guarantee programs because that would be certainly something separate from the mortgage, but they might be able to do something like that. Yeah, and I think you can be more innovative when people know they have their pension locked in or, you know what I mean, their income is guaranteed. It's not like they could be out of a job, say. You know, Cheryl, we're just, out of, we're just out of time. I hate to cut you off, Cheryl, oh, but we're just out of time. Clinton, for every, all no your problem. No problem. Thanks, Thanks so much. Clinton, how do people get a hold of you? They can check us out online at teamclinton.ca slash radio. Lots of great information on there. Lots of great information about Financial Literacy Month. And, um, you know, if they want some more information, they can certainly tune in this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Todd and I will have our show on there for an hour, and there's going to be lots of great topics. So we'd love for you to tune in. Always great. Thanks, Clinton, my friend. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Todd. All right, take care. That's Clinton Wilkins, our mortgage guru. And check him out online, as mentioned. Uh, he is as knowledgeable as anybody in the business, that's for sure. Uh, doctor shortages, the, the, the list is topping 81,000 when it comes to people on the waiting list for a family doctor. We'll talk about that when we return.